Walruses and Wallevers, you're listening to episode 60 of the Speed Mentor Podcast, your own daily download of everything you need to know to help you make your life the success that it ought to be. We're a daily fix of mindset, motivation and massive action from the Speed Mentor who cares about your success just as much as you do. Because if you're listening to the podcast and I can help inspire, motivate and educate you to be more and to achieve more, then your success will be my success and my success will be yours. We're one family with a common purpose to lead abundant lives. And my name's Gavin Wall, in case you didn't already know. Now, as many of you may know, I'm trying to include an episode each week targeted towards some business advice that I can proffer from my own experience. Something a little more tangible, some very actionable content for those with a practical bent. Now, we've recently done episodes about how to get finance. We did one about franchising, and I'm doing another today that many of you may not be aware of, but which may be one of the greatest and most tax-efficient ways to invest a tax giveaway that has never had the like of it being seen before in the UK, and it's something called EIS and SEIS funding. Now, just in case anyone is unaware of what I actually do in life, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a qualified professional in these areas, Do not fucking sue me if an EIS or SEIS scheme blows up in your face. I'm merely highlighting my experience in some of these areas and how I've used them to my own advantage. Now, if you're in the enviable position uh, where you're not maybe, say, three paychecks away from financial Armageddon like so many of us are, and if the idea of popping everything into your pension and forgetting all about it until you retire or indeed if you've reached the maximum relief levels of your pension contributions, or alternatively, you have a bit of spare cash tucked aside that you're prepared to lose, but would love to help the entrepreneurs of this country create some serious shit, then maybe EIS and SEIS funding is for you. Now, my advice to people when they're investing, and this is just my own advice, this is how I deal with things, and this is really important, invest what you're prepared to lose. Now, too many people I know don't process the risks involved in investment decisions properly or think about them seriously enough. I know this only too well as my father, who had a very successful career as a solicitor, invested extremely deeply all his life's money and ploughing it into um, a company called Equitable Life. And he put really significant money in there and he took early retirement at the age of 57 in 1995. Now, unfortunately for him, He'd been so sensible with his planning that he didn't need to trigger his pension when he retired, limiting it to grow a bit further until he was ready to do the drawdown. But, unfortunately, the Mutual Society Equitable Life uh, collapsed in 2000 before he triggered his pension and he lost 90% of his savings, which was definitely a seven-figure amount for him. Now, my dad was very, very conservative, conservative in his approach to money all his life and in relation to his savings approach. And he still lost it all. Well, at least 90% of it. So what fucking chance have the rest of us got? So my advice is to spread your investments wider than my father did, as nothing is ever safe. To be fair to him, he took his pain like a champion. Now, he may have been hurting really badly on the inside, but we barely heard a word of complaint from him. And that's probably where I get my own stoicism from. Now, be realistic. 
that you can lose even in the safest haven, such as equitable life that had been around for more than a hundred years and which was fully regulated by the government. Now, they just didn't spot the guaranteed returns time bomb that was promised to many, which couldn't be fulfilled by equitable life when interest rates dropped and returns diminished. So when you approach any type of investment, you can win or you can lose. And if you're investing in startups, if you process it, there's a degree of or likelihood of, of failure that you could lose everything, you can then actually enjoy the ride a wee bit uh, more rather than fretting about the actual money. So make the decision to invest, right? Process it as if you've lost it and then enjoy the ride. Now, it also means that the relationships are less likely to be destroyed if a startup fails that you've invested in, um, particularly if you've invested with somebody who's in your family, which often happens in these cases. Now, there's nothing worse than your favourite nephew pitching you an investment uh, and then you giving it because of the relationship without properly perceiving the risks as we Johnny is going to give you a great pitch deck and he's going to persuade you that he's going to conquer the world and he probably won't which potentially means that the relationship can be in jeopardy um, when things go south if you haven't processed the likelihood of failure. Now, but I've great news for you. This is absolutely fantastic and this is going to blow your mind now, one of the few useful things that the Omni Shambles administration in London um, and the Houses of Parliament, uh, Gideon and Just Call Me Dave, the axes of total and utter cluster fucks, did for the UK. Those two guys, that's George Osborne and David Cameron, if you're not sure who I'm talking about, was to introduce a special tax relief for qualifying startups to help entrepreneurship in its purest form. Now, there are two um, key ones. They're really generous tax breaks to look out for when it comes to investing and I'm going to talk about them now and by the way both can be used against tax due from previous years creating an even greater incentive to invest in startups now the first is EIS and that is Enterprise Investment Scheme now the Enterprise Investment Scheme is designed to help smaller higher risk companies raise finance by offering tax relief on new shares in those companies that qualify so that an, a savvy investor, for, um, it's a great way to invest in small uh, companies in a tax-efficient way. Now, these ones aren't quite startups. These ones have maybe actually developing a revenue um, program at, at the time when they get to this stage. Now, in truth, it's probably aimed at wealthier, more sophisticated invent, investors, but I don't see why the demographic of those obtaining the incredible tax benefits being received um, has to be limited to such a small group of people. People can invest up to one million per annum um, in these types of um, businesses, but they can also invest small amounts too and receive 30% tax relief. Now, they must be cognizant that they are locked into the scheme for a minimum of three years, but often the investments are a reasonably small amount, such as like £10,000 chunks, which some investors will spread throughout multiple different small companies to spread their risks. Uh, and then, then there's the SEIS, and this is the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme. So the SEIS is off the charts in its tax advantages, reflecting the fact that it is high risk. So it's even more generous um, than the EIS was earlier, and it was introduced, I think, in April 2012. Now, it seeks to encourage seed investment, so basically really startups and early stage companies that are startups, investors, including directors, and I have had the benefit of SEIS um, as an investment for myself as a director, can receive initial tax reliefs 
of up to 50% on investments up to uh, £100,000 and full capital tax, uh, so CGT exemption for any gains on the SEIS shares. Now, my back of a fag packet uh, calculations are that 100000 investment in SEIS if you're a top rate of taxpayer. When you factor in your loss relief and your SEIS advantages could mean, now, could mean that you're at risk for as little as 22 and a half grand out of the total 100,000 investment. Now, this is incredible in my view and a brilliant incentive to help enterprising entrepreneurs get started and minimise your risk as an inventor or an, an inventor, an investor. Now, the maximum amount to be raised for each company is 150,000. Now, isn't that an incredible tax efficient way for you to invest? You can invest hundred grand, but only actually be risking twenty two and a half. Now, apologies, as I said, if my calculations are incorrect, hit me up on my social and let me know. I'm not an expert in this field. I'm just an entrepreneur who's trying to outline some of this stuff. Um, but so you've only risked twenty two and a half grand out of your hundred in reality if you're a higher rate taxpayer, but you have free upside on any gains made if the business is a success. Absolutely incredible. Think of how much satisfaction you could get from that investment. Think how much opportunity there would be to showcase your own personal brand if you really got it into backing these types of businesses. There are massive wins to be had here, folks, as long as you accept the risk of loss and you go and enjoy it. Now, let me answer your next question before you even ask it. But Gavin, how would I find any companies like these? Now, folks, these opportunities are all over the place. They're right under your friggin' noses if you'd only... Look for the white space of opportunity and try and find them. Now, in Belfast, for instance, I'll just talk about Belfast where I know. And we have the Ormo Baths Eagle Lab, which is a tech startup co-working space founded by Mark Dowds, Silicon Valley veteran and, and CSO of Trove, the world's first on-demand insurance platform and back and um Ormo Baths is backed by Barclays. Now, why not get out of your fucking rocking chair? Go down to the old baths at the Ormo Avenue which have been converted into this amazing co-working space and hangout. Maybe give some of your sage advice and seek out a few entrepreneurs who might be a good match for you. Invest and help them grow. Maybe become part of their company like I have done with Oberschein in there. Or in Belfast, we also have the Catalyst Hub in Danske Bank, which does something similar, particularly with their co-founders program, where they try and match people up with skills and people with investment to their startup founders who may be lacking in the skills and in the funding areas. Now, it's a wonderful place and a hive of ingenuity. And I've uh, involved in another startup there called Asset Nexus, which is in the legal and fintech space. Look, every city and every town, or most of them anyway, up and down the UK will have similar startup co-working hubs um, crying out for seasoned business people who have skills and finance that these buccaneering entrepreneurs are trying to crack some blue ocean with and will need that type of opportunity. And you could be part of it. So what's your excuse? You now know about EIS and SEIS funding and the amazing tax incentives. And you also now know where to find them. And if you can't be bothered going down and find them, why don't you hit me up and maybe I'll do an introduction. So get out of your fucking rocking chair. Start, stop smoking your pipe or walking your dog. Cut that game of golf short or put the Sunday Times down. Take a look over the top of your reading glasses. 
pop the cork back on the sherry decanter, get your pacemaker serviced, and get the fuck down to your local startup centre and get a whole new lease of life, you miserable bastard, just like I have done. You might just find that your skills and finance could change everything for one or more of these startups, and maybe it would change the course of your life too. Or just hit me up and I'll put you in contact with a few as I see them every day. Look, maybe you'll even invest in one of mine and we'll have some crack on an entrepreneurial journey together. So get involved, get yourself challenged and get a new matrix going on for the risk-reward ratio in your life. I should say finally that my attitude towards risk may not be the same as yours. I enjoy failure, maybe even a little too much. And I am categorically not a qualified financial advisor. So run anything I say past your accountant your financial advisor, your wife and maybe even your children and maybe even your husband depending on whether you're a man or a woman and who's got the money etc 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 if this shit hits the fan and you've invested after being inspired by this podcast don't sue me or I'll get my wig and gown out from wherever I've left it and your ass will be mine okay okay I'm going to give a shout out now to a couple of listeners who've left fantastic reviews of the podcast the first is a guy called John Lorimer of FCS and he's entitled his um, review with hashtag WWGD, hashtag what would Gavin do? Now, he says, John says, having spoken with Gavin a few times on my journey towards setting my own, starting my own business and for advice afterward, I can say the man is a star. And he puts a lovely gold star in there as well, an emoji. So this podcast is top class, just what NI needs. No, I take it back. Just what the world needs. And he's done a wee fucking globe there. That's absolutely fantastic, John. It's great for, great to hear from you. And John is actually the guy who coined the WWGD and he uses it daily to keep himself right on his decisions. It's been an absolute pleasure helping you on your journey, John. Now, the second review is from Ficky McMahon, who is a mentee of mine in the real world and has actually appeared in a cameo in one of these episodes. Now, I'll let you guess which episode it was. Now, she may actually kill me for that. And her review is entitled, I can't believe you're giving this stuff away. That's Victoria Ficky McMahon at Spring Clean NI. Gavin, your energy, positivity and insight are inspiring. The secret sauce you give to your listeners, in brackets, for free, is unreal. I'm not surprised as you always talk about giving and adding value. You certainly do this every single episode. Something in the way you deliver your content makes it seem real and doable. Well done. You're putting our wee country on the map. Fantastic. And then a wee fist pump on that. So thanks so much, Ficky. I practice what I preach. If it's in the Speed Mentor podcast, you can be sure that I do it every single day. And adding value to others is right at the top of that list. Now, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, folks. There's a little bit more education than inspiration today, but I pray that it's just as valuable to you all out there. Now, if you want to shout out on the pod, why don't you do what these two chancers, I mean, astute listeners have done. Write me a review and post it, and I'll read the best ones out on the pod and get you a plug to around 15,000 listeners a month at this stage. Now, don't forget to subscribe to get your daily dose of education, motivation and inspiration. Have a think about your talk with the wall today. There's opportunity everywhere, and some of it has huge tax advantages. Whether you investigate and make the most of them or not, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.